Welcome to Aging in Place Strategies and Answers with Linda Prio. Will it be possible to remain in my home as I age? Do I feel safe in my home? How do I figure out how much support I will need when my health needs start to change? What if I decide to move into a community instead? Which community will meet my needs now and in the future? Who will play a role in helping me with decision-making? Do you ask yourself these same questions? Aging in Place Strategies and Answers can help you gain practical knowledge that will help you create your own Aging in Place Roadmap. If you are already a care partner, a power of attorney, or in crisis mode with your Aging in Place strategy, you will learn what you need to know that you don't know. For over 20 years, I have been marketing Aging in Place services to clients and educating families and healthcare professionals in how to put aging in place strategies into place. When you utilize aging in place, you are allowed to choose where you want to live and make those decisions so that you can retain your quality of life. Thanks for joining me today. Everyone has a backstory, and I'm going to share mine with you today. Don't get worried. I'm going to keep it high level, but I do want you to know that I am a trusted resource for you and your family or those you have a care partner relationship with. In 2005, I began a career in healthcare marketing without having any working knowledge of healthcare. I am blessed that I love to learn, and the healthcare industry was keen to educate me. The company that I began my healthcare marketing career with provided non-medical, private pay services in the home. Those services helped seniors who wanted to age in place at home get the non-medical care support they needed and paid an hourly fee that included a bank of services. They were able to receive help with dressing, grooming, toileting, and bathing. They also could choose mobility and transfer assistance to prevent falls. Many seniors find that as their memory begins to fail, they might need cueing or we might have to redirect when someone has a focus on something and yet that focus is not part of what we're trying to accomplish and something that they don't need. And we were also able to provide safety oversight. Medication reminders can also be problematic for seniors as well as meal preparation, laundry, light housekeeping, transportation, and then family members many times need respite care or a break from their caregiving responsibilities. This company also provided Medicare covered services to homebound patients who were returning from rehab or a hospital stay. These services were performed by nurses and physical or occupational therapists who would report progress or medical concerns to the primary care provider. These visits usually lasted 45 minutes to an hour, 
but were only for a short duration. They were only to get the patient back to their prior level of functioning or a new level of function. We also provided supportive living. It was a service we offered residents within senior living communities that were not licensed by the state to provide hands-on care. This model of care allowed senior residents to age in place and pay for the care they needed. Not only was it cost-saving to the senior, but the senior was able to age in place and the community was able to retain the resident longer. It was through this marketing role that I learned about aging in place and learned what kind of information our clients needed in order to make that a reality. The nurses were in charge of assessing the clients' ADLs and IADLs. Don't panic, I am going to explain those, but that is specifically what the nurse was um, assessing. Plus, outside support received from family or community, and then we knew how much care to recommend. I saw how beneficial Medicare covered medical home health was for our clients with the addition of supportive care. The results were amazing. Most clients were able to reduce hospital admissions, resume quality of life at their new level of functioning, and get the additional one-on-one support they needed to be able to continue to age in place. I'm a quick learner. But I saw how siloed our health system is and how the patient was suffering from poor communication. My father, long before the electronic medical record was available, had a 10-inch chart that the nurse assistant would bring in to the doctor when he met with my father. When I saw the nurse carry it in, I knew instantly that the doctor the doctor would never see page one. I saw how a patient who came home from rehab still too weak to resume all the normal activities of daily living and then readmit less than 72 hours later. I saw well-intended families trying to do everything they were instructed to do and yet their loved one was still not well and they were looking for a better solution. I went on to work for another non-medical care company that is based on a case management model and utilizes a holistic view of the patient, their diagnosis, resources available, support systems needed, and the strategies that would lead to more successful outcomes and reduce multiple hospitalizations. Client after client, Family member after family member appreciated the skills, the knowledge, and the strategies that we employed to help them figure out their current situation. Time after time, from friends, families, and colleagues, I was asked, isn't there a book that will tell me this? Or, I need a guidebook. More often than not, I've been called in on family situations with friends to help them figure out what to do next. This podcast has been born out of my desire to assist seniors, 
their support systems, the professionals that work with them with what they need to know that they don't know. If you are committed to learning how to plan, how to gain knowledge, and how to live and die well, you're in the right place. Each podcast will include a caregiver tip in every episode because I have been where you are and I know what you are going through. So here's today's caregiver tip. You know your loved one better than anyone, including including their primary care physician or their specialist. Ask questions, speak up, and advocate on their behalf. And thank you for all you do. Thank you for joining me today. Please subscribe and share episodes with friends and family who are currently in crisis or are ready to start developing their own roadmap for aging in place. Remember that this podcast is guidance and not advice. If you have more specific questions related to your particular situation, please reach out to me at lynda.agingstrategies at gmail.com. Join me again next week and we'll learn more.